all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Joseph Brownlee. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to a show that gets into different and all kind of topics. Worldly news, local news, if it's in your city, in your state. I talk about different topics and I talk about different things and I talk about different situations, life situations, entertainment, uh, church, uh, most definitely the Bible. But everything when I get to the worldly news, I try to put or the local news or whatever's going on around you that I or I bring to an awareness that a lot of people don't know nothing about. I like to put everything in a Bible perspective or one way to look at it, I like to look at it in a, of the lens of the Word of God, the lens of the Bible. And then I try to put everything in a Bible perspective. That's what this show is all about. Nothing fancy. You won't catch no spin. You won't hear no spin on this show. Just straight out real talk. The real talk is what you're going to get, real talk and everything. You're going to get a lot of facts. You're going to get a lot of opinions. So, you know, I'm just letting you know right up front, everything can be checked out and you must verify and research things yourself when you listen to the Body of Christ Real Talk because I don't have a master's degree and nothing. I don't have a high school diploma. I don't have a psychology's degree, psychologist degree. I don't have a psychiatry degree. It's just straight out God gifting common sense things that I use and I do my own due diligence and research when I can and I and I and I and I, and I have other uh people that does a lot of research and stuff for me as well to help me with the information that I put out there. But it is your it is up to you all listeners to do your own research and your own due diligence. Because I can be I can be wrong on a lot of things, and I do be wrong sometimes, and I, I feel that you come on and correct me, let me know and everything, but I'm just letting you know. Real talk is real talk, so when you get some real talk out there, you know, you're going to have some facts, you're going to have a few fictions, you're going to have some opinions. So that's what this show is all about, but when it comes to real deal and facts and stuff like that and opinions, everything is still going to be based off the lenses of the way the Word of God is going to come to a, a Bible perspective regardless, okay? Now, I'm going to piggyback on something I done uh, not too long ago. It's it's an expose of me, myself. And this situation I'm talking about is very serious, but it's not the end to a means. There is, you know, it's not, it's not over. And I want to talk about uh, something that I have no doubt that I struggle with it, which is autism. 
Now, the reason I can say that kind of boldly now, no, I did not have a physical uh, clinical diagnosis as of yet. I took a pre-diagnosis test online. You know, and I I just took the quizzes and stuff like that. Not most. What got to me? I looked at a few YouTubes, and it's a lot of stuff you can get on YouTube. You can get a lot of diagnosis on YouTube just listening to other people's testimony. So I think that's very important that someone, as, especially as an adult or as a child, your child, you want to find out something about autism and everything like that. And I'm going to do something on dementia as well because I have family members that struggle with dementia, and a lot of people don't like to talk about that. But right now, I want to talk about my struggle. And uh, my struggle might be your struggle. Now, the difference is a lot of people grew up and they knew earlier from their parents because their parents talked to the doctors that they had autism. And the big struggles in, uh, in kids today when it comes to autism, especially in the black kids. But this is not a conversation about black or white or nothing like that. But I'm just talking about the percentage and the, uh, that's been happening to the black kids. Uh, and we uh, not like so much the uh, the whites, the Caucasians. We didn't do a lot of diagnosis checking or anything like that. You know, I, you know, for some reason they they had good insurance. A lot of them, the Caucasians had decent insurance and a lot of things like that. And a lot of them, not all, you know, so I don't want to stereotype them. And, uh, you know, so they took their kids to the doctors and got diagnosed early. A lot of us blacks did not. And we found out later, even until adults, a lot of us are finding out, which is a good thing. And I am one of them that, uh, that's a possibility that we, uh, have autism. Now I'm not going to talk about the how, we got autism. You know, that's that's another a burner I, I like to talk about later. But I don't want to talk about how we got the autism. It's, it's the research that you do to find out whatever situation you're in. You know, you do your due diligence, you do your research. Now, my struggle, and I gave you, check out the first podcast, the last podcast that I done, you know, and uh, you're start there. It's about 23 minutes long. It's supposed to be 20, but I apologize. It went three minutes over. A quick topic. This is not a quick topic, so I'm going to go as I go. And when I'm finished, then I'll be finished. If you, you know, whatever like that. You know, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing on this replay, just turn it off and just listen to it later because I'm going to go a little bit. Hopefully it don't be too long winded, but you can't do nothing in an hour, so I'm not going to do it that long. I struggled growing up. These were the ones that just tuning in. If you haven't heard my last podcast, which the most, uh, the diagnoses that I struggled with, it has the most of the symptoms of autism and ADHD. Now, ADHD has got something to do with attention span and stuff like that, but I'm going to try to break it down a little bit as I can. I'm going to tell you about my struggles and what the test has brought up online that somewhat confirms to me that, yes, I struggle with autism. I don't have to just, I'm not claiming autism like some Christians might say, Joe, you can't claim that. I'm not claiming nothing. It is what it is. I'm just talking about the symptoms. They the one gave it a name, not me. You know, I was always searching. What was the name? What's the name? And I know it's a name for the problem that I struggle with since 
infancy, since growing up, you know, since growing up when I was a child, what is the name? It got to be something. And I started doing that for the last two or three years. I could have been found it. You know, I could have I could have uh, researched it even more, but I just started digging into it. When I just started browsing, I started, what's going on? So I started looking into that. Now, I want you to know before I really get into it, I've I done a, a series on my podcast. I've done about the struggle with mental illness. So that's that mostly broke down different type of mental illness disorders, including panic attacks and anxiety attacks and everything like that. So this is not the first time I talked about a topic, so, so, something like, uh, like this, you know, pertaining to this. The only difference is it's about me. You know, it's about me and my struggle because I think it'll help somebody else. And I'm going to just show off the grace of God, show off the grace of God, how God's strength is made perfect through our weakness, you know. All right. <clears throat> I struggled for years, all the way up to my adult years. Even it tries to creep his uh, nasty head into my life at times now, especially now because of the stress I've been dealing with, with all the issues been going on since the pandemic. But I, I struggled with a lot of things and growing up, you know, I, I dealt with gang banging. I dealt with other struggles. I dealt with uh, sexual struggles. I dealt with a lot of that stuff. And it hurts. And it, it's, it's not nothing I like to talk about. But the main thing that really hurt me more was when I, I struggled with more since childhood. Because I didn't struggle with all that other stuff when I was little. That's when I got older and got out in the world. This thing right here, this struggle right here, autism and uh, ADHD, which I didn't know nothing about it. And I don't think my family either. Either I struggled with that since I was little. So that that's a long, that, 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 that takes a long ride with me in my life. So. All right. But I am glad now because I finally could put a, a name or a face to an issue, you know, that uh, I've been struggling with. And you can relate to that, some of you that's listening. Now, when I took that test, uh, like I said, I, I, I felt very emotional, not because I was embarrassed or I was afraid because I'm not afraid of it. Because I don't know how to control it now. It's just that it was just being confirmed, okay? I'm like the other ones. I do have autism. I started looking into adult autism. What are the traits? What are the signs? And I've asked a lot of you to do that because you could be struggling with that, whatever situation you're struggling with. The, uh, the tough part about when you're, and it wasn't that tough with me, when you research and stuff, you got to prepare yourself to go through the hurt and the pain, even though you know it might, it's just like a lot of people, and I know I don't like to go to hospitals and get, you know, checks and, you know, prostate checks and stuff like that, and you find out, or diabetes, you've, you've got a feeling that you have it, but you find out you got diabetes. A lot of times we're scared to find out things uh, because we don't want to hear it. We don't want to accept it, even though we might have those symptoms. We might have checked a uh the website, because YouTube and Google just about tell you anything, you know, what what's going on. Most of it is true. Some of it just scare tactics, but a lot of people get their different diagnoses and their different ex, ex, uh, opinions. So, and you search and you find out that you might have diabetes or that's what you've been struggling for, or you might have cancer. Those are really deadly and serious things, yes. But when it comes to autism, 
I don't look at it like that as myself. It's nothing I'm, I'm not happy that I, I may have, and I believe I do. Like I said, I got to give my real diagnosis and talk to a psychologist about it, but I believe I do, but I'm not afraid of it. I just want, I just wanted to put a name on it because it strengthens me. It strengthens me because God has got me through life at 50 years old struggling with this problem struggling with this issue that autism is very hard to understand, even for for parents. So I don't expect friends and uh, and people like that to understand it, you know, because I don't understand it as much myself. So when I took that test, and I took several tests, and they basically asked the same questions. They might ask it in a different way, but it's the same question. Why? Because those are the things that you, you you know, when it comes to autism. So I took the autism test several times. I took the ADHD several times. I did take the neuro uh, divergence uh, test because I believe that's just a granddaddy of them all. It's just neurodivergence is, and I have a lot of symptoms of that. We just computerized and we hear things different when people talking to us. That's why when I tested, that's why when I go to crowds, I, or when I, I always had an issue with taking a test. I never had an issue so much with studying a test. I, I, I often had an issue with taking a test. And part of that because it was I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of failure. You know, and that took, that was in my adult time. And so tests and speaking up when you know the answer and different things. Not a lot of you, you don't have to have autism or nothing to be like that. But this is my point. You know, when you have a trend of doing that, you know, something like that, something is causing that, you know, something is causing that or whatever. But uh, the majority of the tests that I took when it came to autism, ADHD, or neurodivergence, uh, I passed the test. What I mean by passed the test, I didn't pass it by it being good that I don't have it. It means that, man, I might get 20 out of 60 or 30 out of 64. That's bad. That means, yes, I do have that, what they call a spectrum, or I'm in the field of having those issues. And when you take tests, you must be honest with yourself. You must be honest with yourself. That's the only way these quizzes and tests or even a doctor can help you if you're honest with yourself. Don't just say, oh, well, I'm just put the No, you got to be honest with yourself because the reason being because you might not have it. You cannot want to have it because you think you have it. You got to just be honest with yourself. So I was very honest. I went in here with some honesty on these tests. You know, and they're asking questions. Is it if it wasn't me? No, it wasn't me. I won't put it there, you know, because you have full blown autism affects people in different ways. You might have somebody with full, full blown ways they do autism. Some people can't control their body movement. Some people do certain gestures, which I'm, I'm going to get into that. But uh, I have learned a lot, and I do. Uh, I thank God that I do a lot of research now, man. I don't care if it's, it's from the littlest issue to the biggest issue. I do uh, the, the research on things like this because, especially now because I'm on podcasts, I'm on like radio now, talking to a lot of people, and I don't just want to. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Put a lot of, you know, no uh, opinions too much, even though I do, but I let you know it's an opinion. So when I let you know what this is a fact or I let you know this, what this doctor said, this is not coming from me. And you make your own judgment yourself. So I, I be very careful even when I take a test now. But uh, without getting through the whole details, the majority of the things, not the majority, but a big chunk of the things on the autism test, uh, it shows that I have autism. If I took a test, the doctor will ask me the same thing. I will give him the same answers. I don't have to think about it. I will give him the same answers, especially when it comes to the hand movements and the gestures and stuff like that and the finger twisting and uh, being over anxious and don't like to be around crowds and like to do things by myself. Not because I'm selfish. It's just I'm introvert in that way at times. I like to I learn more and I learn quicker when I do things by myself. Reason, reason that being because I get distracted fast, and a lot of autism people get distracted fast. I get distracted by sound a lot, real quick. I get distracted by any noise a lot, especially when I read the Word of God. I get distracted by a lot of light, whatever. So a lot of things that helps me grow and grow strong, I'm better when I'm by myself. Not saying I can't do it with a group. It's just sometimes when I'm with a group, I find myself looking around too much and just wondering what they doing or who looking at me or whatever like that. That's really one of the signs of also of neurodiversity, neuro and autism and stuff like that. And even ADHD It's just when I'm around a lot of people, sometimes my attention span gets worse. I can't pay attention too much. It's almost, I need a one-on-one teacher, just me and that teacher. When it's with a group, you know, I, I just don't get it as much, but it's different when I'm teaching. Because I, I studied by myself, so when I'm teaching you, you get some teaching that I have studied and looked up myself. And you see that way you're going to get the best of me. That might sound selfish, but that's how I bring things out. And I believe a lot of people with autism or different orders, you know, like that. We just learn different. We take things in different. You know, and I mean we as other autism people and other people that struggle with things. We have a lot of pros, but we have a lot of we have some cons as well. Some negativity about our struggles mentally and stuff like that. Okay. So I believe I do struggle with autism, but I will uh get a, a confirmation definition from a doctor, you know, whatever. Whatever it is. I have the symptoms of autism and ADHD. You can have those. It's almost like I have the whole neurodivergence situation because, uh, you know, 
the over-anxiousness and different things like that, the way I think, the way I collect things, the way I learn. Uh, an autism person is learning is just different than a regular, you know, a person that don't suffer with autism. I forgot the name they gave it when it comes to the neurodivergence. Uh, our learning, uh, the way we learn is just totally different. It's odd. And a lot of, a lot of things I do is odd. It's different, and I know that. You know, and by the grace of God, I use it as a gift. But like I say, classrooms was never my thing. Uh, yeah, I can sit in the classroom. I can learn. Don't get me wrong. I can't learn that way. But you give me something I get by myself or I have a one-on-one and everything because of my distraction. I have a really issue of being distracted fast. I can be the best me that I can be when I'm by myself. Like I said, it might sound selfish, but that's that's the way I operate. You know, I don't like being like that, but that's the way I operated everything like that. So I'm somewhat, that's different than being an introvert, you know, something like that. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing, you know. I just said the day at work, something I get distracted. You know, something happened at work and nobody is not special, nobody not watching their kids or whatever like that. I and I and I'm looking at this play thing that it is closed. And I'm just giving you an example. I get distracted if the parents ain't watching their kids. I get distracted if they let their kids wander off. I'm all in their business, which is not a bad thing. But sometimes I overexert myself, wondering, keeping an eye on them, making sure they're keeping an eye on their child. See, I'm not mad at a child. No, a child will be a child. We always children. It's the parents that don't pay attention to their children running everywhere. And then they go gung-ho crazy when something happens to their child, their child hurt themselves. I overexert myself sometimes to anger at the parents when that happens. So I, it's a lot of things that that's in me I'm not pleased with. It's not wrong, but sometimes I'm just too overexerted or too aggressive, whatever like that now. Okay. Now, another sign of when it comes to ADHD, and I know a guy that does this, and I thank God I don't do that. I hope not, is when you you got a habit of finishing other people's sentences <laughs> or finishing the conversation. You know, I do that a little bit, but not a lot. I learned to be a listener, you know, learn to listen, okay? But you, you got to learn to do that. But, you know, it's a lot of people that do that, and they, that's because they have ADHD. And it surprised me because I know some people that's like that. I said, man, that's why they interrupt a lot of people. Some people just think they know everything. But I'm talking about a person that suffers from ADHD, that attention thing. They cut you off. They don't let you finish your sentence. A lot of times they don't even know what you said because they're so fast to try to finish up what you said. And a lot of times they're wrong. I have to cut a, a cut a young man off a few times. He said, man, who telling the story, you or me? See, that's the anger that I got because he kept cutting me off. And me, and I believe a lot of people that struggle with autism, never cut, never cut us off because me, myself, uh, in my own self-diagnosis back doing what I do, if I'm trying to really explain something to you, the, the the worst thing you can do is keep cutting me off because they tell me you're not paying attention. I'm like Charles Stanley then. Listen, are you listening? Oh, you just ready to talk and then you don't know what you're talking about. I'm the type, let me finish. That's why when people talk, I let them finish. Even I don't care how anxious I want to cut in or try to correct, let them 
finish. And it's hard for a person with ADHD, for what I have learned, to do that. That's why some people might have it. I'm not saying everybody that do that, you know, have ADHD. I'm just saying that's one of the big signs of ADHD on the quizzes. Do you cut people off or finish people's sentences? A lot of people do that. Don't mean they have ADHD, you know, nothing like that. But I'm just saying that's one of the big symptoms of a person that has ADHD. I don't do that much. No, that part, thank God I don't do that much because that aggravates me, you know. I might know the answer or something to get anxious to say it, but I have learned. I used to do some of it, but I have trained myself not to do that. But besides all of that, a lot of the things, I wanted to get into the physical parts of what they call, oh, I forgot already, what they call stemming. I think I might be saying this wrong. What they call stemming. Stemming is certain things you do with your hands or your eyes or whatever like that that helps you get through. And I'm saying, what is that? I was looking, man. I'm I'm searching. I'm searching, and I'm searching, and, they, and the more I got into the stemming thing, I said, oh, my God, yes, yes, that's what, that's what stemming is, stemming, according to a lot of what I have heard, some psychologists, I even use AI, artificial intelligence, you can use AI for some decent stuff now, believers, and I even ask AI, you know, different things like that, most of them, even AI, came up with the same diagnosis, you know, about when it comes to autism, when it comes to ADHD, when it comes to neurodivergence. All of them broke it down, both of the same way. And and all three of those fields, I'm, I have a high level of all of them in, the, in those fields. Even the ones that's really out of whack, I have some of those levels. And I just, man, I got teary, man. I said, wow, not because I was scared. It's because, oh, that's what's wrong with me. That's what's been going on with me, you know. Like I said, I'm not talking about how did this happen. I'm just talking about what it is, you know, what's what's going on, you know. And those are, I hope this is helping somebody. I really do, you know, because if not, I'm just, you know, at least I'm helping myself. Let me just put it that way if I'm not helping anyone else, Okay. So that's what I, uh, the, t- the the online test is that I took. And I'm not done yet. You know, I look at different opinions, I'm, you know, but I'm not done yet and everything. And another test, that I, another thing that I do that's been diagnosed as autism, when I put my mind on a project, I overexert myself in that one project, sometimes too long. I do do that. I do t- I do do that. You know, I overexert myself in the project too long. That's one that's not, like I said, people that don't have autism does that. But I'm just talking about the trend of these type of things. You understand what I'm saying? The trend of these type of things, that's what's going on. But anyway, I, I passed the test of being a person that has the trait of autism. Now, I wasn't, I had no doubt about that. Now, the extreme and a really autism that, you know, that got me is the ones when I fantasize. When I talked about that earlier in my last podcast, when I started going into this other world and I started getting really so deep into it emotionally till I get drained. I'm exhausted. I'm I get the brain fog. I don't remember what's going on, you know. I don't lose my mind, but I, it's like a brain fog because I exhausted myself so much into that mental struggle, that mental battle, because I built the whole fantasy world. It's like a child. A child is like I have I had a child mind. 
I made a fantasy world and I put different characters. That character might be you. That character might be a teacher I've seen at school. That character might be a young lady. That character might be a whatever. I put them in a movie almost and I give them different names. You might say, man, Joe, that's kind of, yeah. They said that's kind of good, Joe. Yeah, in the way you have some directors or producers that struggle uh, that became famous over things like that, you know. What do you think Stephen King and a lot of them, I'm not saying they have autism, got a lot of their imagination from? You'd be amazed at the imagination that I have made up in my head. But you don't know. Even though that can be used for a good thing, you don't know how much of a struggle mentally and emotionally that puts on your body and your psyche. It's a, it's a strain. It's just like... Uh, that, mo- that movie Russell Crowe pr- uh, played in, I think he was like autism. It was just so overwhelming about the, he was a mathematician, but it was just so overwhelming that it just, uh, it just really got to, I can relate to that because when I get to those things, you know, that type of thought, and I'm so deep into it, I'm, I, I, ex-pastor told me about this too, you know, his opinion, and uh, and I man, I be I be drained and I be strained. And if somebody walking now, this is another thing that I have that's also a diagnosis of ADHD and autism. When you're doing something, or somebody come and distract you, you become angry because you put so much of yourself into it. I do that. Not cussing you out and getting mad at you. know, I become angry. And it's hard for a person with autism to jump right back on like what they what they where they left off at. You know, it's different for other people. Some people can start something, they can multitask and do different things and jump right back on something. The majority of autism people, almost all of them cannot do that. We have to really just rebuild a puzzle almost. Because what you left us with. We already built the building, but if you cut it off, cut us off halfway, we have to start over again. I'm not that bad, but I get angry. That's why you might hear my podcast. I get distracted when I hear sounds when I'm in a study room and I was talking about sounds in the library. I get distracted very quick because I'm a very focused person. Another uh, a thing that I have an issue with, if it's an issue, and it's a sign of uh, autism struggles, I'm a one-dimensional person. Yes, I am. When I, I, I go to work the same way, I might make food the same way, I might do this and I might walk this way. I'm one-dimensional, and a lot of most autism people are one-dimensional. I'm not saying you got something that's creative, but we are we are very one task. You got multi-task people. A lot of people like uh, me and myself and others that struggle with autism, we one task people. We cannot. Don't give me a map because I have a hard time figuring it out. This is this is this is real story. I will have a hard time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm emptying my uh, my my dry cleaning laundry now uh, to help someone. Uh, I will have a hard time following that map, you know. Some people can look at a map, boom, 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 and point out things. Not to me. I get lost. It takes a while for me to computerize and get it. But once I get it up, I have to stick to it. I can't get distracted. So you have to tell me, if you want to show me directions, mm-hmm. just tell me verbally. 
take a left, take a right, blah, blah, blah. Don't tell me north, south, east, or west because I'm going to be lost. Just, man, point it out to me, man. Give me, give me, give me directions, man. Just tell me, walk downhill, turn right here, whatever like that. You know, don't give me that north because I get confused about east, north, south, and west because I don't computerize that way. You know, my learning is very different than the average person learning. And most people that struggle. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Well, autism is the same way, according to the study. Because the reason I can say me, because it's, that's, what I, that's how I think. So I know it's, they're correct. And I'm saying, wow, boy, they, they read my hidden mail, man. Because that's me. Even when I'm counting. You, some people say seven times 13 and just know it right off back. When I hear seven times 13 or plus or whatever, I might start with the large number first and then add the seven to it. While somebody else might add, when it comes to pluses, they might start with the seven and add 13. I don't compute that way. I start with the larger number, then I add the seven. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know, that's, I go the reverse way. I go backwards. And that's kind of odd to other people because many people look at a certain format, the majority of the people, but many people that have autism, I'm learning, does the same thing. I know with me, I still might use my fingers when I count because I compute slow. That don't mean I'm, I'm dumb. I just compute it slow. So I still might use my finger or I might still do the, the line thing that you do on paper and then you let us cross it off. I still do that. I just don't compute. I can't, I don't catch it like that. That's why I was so bad at math. I don't have the patience and I was scared of math because I couldn't get timetables. I couldn't get let alone division, mm-hmm. let alone uh, trigonometry and all that other jazz. I could not get it because I think another way. I, I, it's not important to me. I don't have a passion for that. I don't want to go that far unless I'm by myself. Now, if you give me that by myself without any classroom, I'm not worried about nobody I think it's judging me or looking at me so I can do things. I'm not that bad now, but I'm giving you an example of how it was when I was younger. I could do a crowd and go in group rooms now, but that's how I was when I was younger. I was terrified with tests. I was terrified being in the room when the teacher asked questions. And please don't call me out. My mind would really go off, man. And the anger would come. I would get angry. I was always quiet and often quiet in school. I had a quick temper. I didn't have a lot of friends. Even my friends was very different. The friends I grew up with was very different, man. 
But that's the mindset that I was in. I think a lot of autism, a lot of people have the same type of thing. We just, we just float different, man. We just go different. We just think different. We take things and differently, you know. Joe, why are you saying all this? Because I want you to understand God can work through anybody's mental struggles. And everything is not because of abuse. Everything is not because of alcoholism. That has a big part of, of the paper, uh, to mess up your mental psyche. But I'm just talking to the ones that might have autism and they don't know it. They know something is wrong with them and they don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't do alcohol or nothing like that. Now, some of that might have caused some of that for the ones that that did do that. I've done it all. I've done the drinking. I've done the smoking and all that. But the difference with me and others, I already had those struggles before I started drinking. So I can't blame drinking. I already had those struggles before I started smoking. I already had those struggles before I started doing those other things. You know, I already had those struggles, man. When I was little, and I remember it very well because it was tough. It was hard. I felt retarded. That was the main word. Then I felt like I was retarded, somewhat different, man. You talking about I was closed in, man. I got upset when somebody looked at me, man. I get upset. My esteem was that low because a lot of the ones that was around me knew. They laughed at me, man. I mean, I put my hands together and they'd catch me something like that. And that's a, that's called uh, trimming or stemming. I forget. Man, I got to look that back up. I forget words. That's another thing autism people do. We forget certain words uh, because of the brain fog. We have so much going on in our computer. We have so much going on in our computer. And uh, it's hard to concentrate sometimes. You might not even know that about me. But if you're talking to me, man, I got to really take it. That's why I say, yeah, what you really mean? What are you talking about? I'm asking it because I'm really trying to compliment. Man, where are you going with that? And once I catch it, then we'll break it down. There's some things I do catch. And I can break it down, whatever, like that. But it just comes and goes. You, you understand what I'm saying? It just comes and goes. It all depends. It's about the grace of God. I got this far and still going to get even further. I know a lot of things now more than the person that has a degree because of my common sense and my research now. So it has nothing to do with schooling. I only went through a ninth grade of high school because of my struggles of learning how to learn in disorder. They don't have to diagnose me. I knew I did. It ain't because I didn't like school and I didn't want to go to school. It's because I, I had a hard time learning. But nobody didn't know that. I had a hard time learning. Namely because I wanted to be cool. I wanted to hang out with the fellas. That was part of it. It was just because I couldn't learn. I had a hard time learning. I had a hard time putting things together. Real talk. A hard time putting things together. But I can always read. I never had a problem with reading. I can always read. I might not be able to put a sentence together. I still have a problem with that now. <laughs> but anyway, I might not have a uh, uh, I might have a hard time putting a sentence sentence together. I didn't know uh, anything about the the periods and uh, question marks and uh, the verbs and the adverbs and the pro. I know more about that now than I did in school because I researched it now. Now, see, some of that is pretty simple now. Parentheses. I don't know a lot of things about that, but I know a little bit about it now. If I stay on it, if I don't, I forget it. Like learning Spanish, I, I should be fluent in Spanish, but I don't stay on it. But if I did, I'm very good at it. 
you know. So that's that's what it is. A person like myself and others that struggle like me, we have to stay on things and without no distraction. And that's not a fun thing, but that's the way we roll. That's the way I roll. You know, that's the way I roll. The the pros on this is I don't I don't a lot of my things every I have three hundred and twelve podcasts on Body of Christ and Real Talk now. Not one of them I wrote or pre-written or self-prepared for. It comes right off the back, right off the cuff. That's another gift by the grace of God. And that's also another sign of some a lot of autism people. So the majority of the things I talk about, that's why it's not in perfect English or whatever like that. It comes off the cuff. It comes out of my heart and it comes, it comes off the back and it comes out of memory. Now, that tells me I don't have a problem with memory. You know, I, might, I have a problem with brain fog for different reason. You know, or the other, or other, or another, or another. <laughs> but all, about 312 episodes, not one that I could think of, not one I have wrote. And I just teleprompted. I never teleprompt my show. I'm not saying I never will. I have read things. I have read other people's books. I have read articles. Yes, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it's off the cuff, like now. I didn't pre-plan this. I just looked at a few YouTube things and was researching what's going on with me and what's the name of Then I said, okay, let me talk about this. Because it's something from my heart. It's something I go through. It's not hard to think. I don't need to write it down. I don't need nobody to write it for me. I might, you know, just say I'm going to use AI for something to make it in a way. If I'm trying to present something to somebody by me not using a, a being good at a gr- perfect grammar like some people is or not being the best oracle, I will get some help like that. So I might write my speeches, my speech, and I might say, okay, let me. Let AI put it in the way it's supposed to be without compromising, without compromising, which works out. AI will put it right there. And I look, I said, wow, that's exactly what I'm saying. But AI or a good writer will put it exactly. Every word, they don't take out nothing. That's what I like about using AI sometimes. It don't, for those reasons. I don't worship. I don't look for AI for everything. That can be a curse. Don't know. And I got, I'm going to do a story about that. Don't worship AI and don't put your whole trust in artificial intelligence. That's a setup. So, but you can use AI for things like that. And you can use it for the glory of God, for some Bible history and stuff like that. You can put down something that AI will just put it in the right sentence. You could be your belief, what you believe in. Don't mean you're right. And AI will just break it down. They don't have favoritisms. They just break it down in grammar, the right way to say it. They don't take nothing out. Oh, they don't say Joe. Well, I don't believe that. (laughs) Oh, I think you're wrong. But no, AI is just an artificial intelligence. That's all it is. They don't have no soul. They don't have no mind. They just gather stuff off the internet, the world web, and they just put it in the exact way that you want to say it. So you can use it for that way. If I'm going to want to write a speech or say something, I would use AI for that, you know. But it's still me. It's still me. You follow what I'm saying? It's still me, okay? So I hope the ones that's listed, are listening to this right now get something out, this very important message, you know? And 
how do I feel by having these autism systems? I don't feel no different because it ain't like it's going to go away. But I already been controlling it. But for the last few years, I've been going through a lot of mental stress or something like that, you know. And sometimes, you know, those things that come back, a lot of things that I might fall into. And I know this is because of boredom. Now, let me get back to the, the gestures. Why did I put my fingers together? And a lot of you that grew up with me, if you listen to me or whatever, if you don't, that's okay. I, I used to, my antidote for making me feel calm was putting my hands and fingers together. Something that was laughed at, I'm finding out now, it wasn't a bad thing. It's just because I didn't understand it and they did not understand it. When I put my fingers together and they caught me talking or whatever like that, no one, even myself, didn't know that made me feel better. That made me feel better because of my struggle with this thing. That made me feel better. I didn't know it then. It's not nothing to, you know, just say something to be happy about. But, you know, to be talking about, but I'm just I'm just different like that because of my struggle. That's why I know now, thank God for the stuff and the the diagnoses and the the stuff you get on YouTube or whatever like that and Google uh, that I know why I do these things. And all of it, it's not a bad thing. It's, It's pros and cons. It's pros and cons to having these struggles without medication. I would never take no medication for this. No. I would never take no, I don't need to take medication for it. I just need to stay in God, stay in his word, and medicate myself with research and self-medication and do things myself, you know, the old-fashioned way like they used to do. I don't, I don't need medication. I'm not in a sense that I need medication that I'm down and out. But the con of that, it could become a struggle so bad that it can affect you mentally, memory loss, and all kind of other things. You know, people have believed, have lost their mind. You might have serial killers and all kind of people out there that struggle with certain issues. And I'm not saying it's autism, ADHD, and I believe some of it is because they never learn how to cycle and control it. And you let your mind go everywhere. If I just sit up there and let my mind go all kind of places, man, I'll be doing all kind of things, man, you know, mentally. But the thing is, those are some of the cons of these struggles. If you don't take a hold to it, you have to take a hold to it. You must trust God. You must do your research. Some people are scared to do research. They think it's a negative thing. No, it's not. How could you learn about it? Some I had to do research on my lady's uh, situation. She struggled with anxiety and panic disorder, panic attacks. I done a teaching on that as well, on panic attacks. So what did I do? I had to learn panic attacks. If I did, I take a lot of her moves. Self, I take it personally, you know. So her struggles is not nothing shocking to me because I knew about my struggles. I knew about my struggles and mental struggles and everything. So she suffered with panic attacks and anxiety attacks. She's doing much better now. But once in a while, she still struggles with it. Or she can't control it. The uncontrollable crying and the fear and stuff like that, the loneliness. With me, I get sometimes and I get lonely. I get jittery. 
I'm having nerve things in my fingers now that my fingers is just one of my index fingers on my right hand side is just jumping on or something. Could be the caffeine. It could be there's another, a lot of reasons why that can be happening. But a big part of it is stress besides caffeine. You know, so because a lot of people, I think they said about 70 percent of people uh, have that type of issue, that nerve issue because of the connection with the brain and whatever like that. But it's just started happening with me. But so since it's just started happening, something kicked it off. And I want to find out what's that. Some kicked it off. That's another thing I want to look into. That's why I'm putting so much emphasis on this three phase that I'm doing. Better myself spiritually. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday physically and financially because I'm I'm 58 now and that's not real old but it's getting close to the big six zero you know Lord's woman because I'm starting to feel things in my body that I didn't never feel when I was in my 30s you know even in my 40s I'm starting to feel things in my body okay all right I hope you all got something out of this so I'm going to keep you updated on this autism uh, and ADHD because I have all the symptoms of all of them, even the neurodivergence, you know, and I have accepted it, not because I want it, because I don't. It's just because the way, that's the way I click now. And, I, 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 you know, that's the way I am now. But as you can see, it have not slowed me down from learning things and everything like that. And I'm just one of those persons now that I accept that my learning and the way I learn, even the way I teach is just different. Now, my teaching might not be different, but the way I, you know, the way I learn, the way I grasp things is just different. It's just different. The way I add add things is different. The way because that's the way I could I don't I can't just I'm not I'm not I'm not a mo- most definitely not a multitasking person. No, I'm not. I cannot do a lot of things at one time. I get frustrated. I have to do one thing at a time. See? And that's part of the struggle with autism as well. We could do one thing at a time. Now, I'm not saying all autism adults, speaking of adults, cannot. See? I get distracted. If I start on something, let me give you this and I'm going to let you go. Another test, that, another thing that I know that when I start on something, I get distracted easy. Then I might see something over there that I haven't been done. Then I do that. Then I see something else. I'm trying to do so many things, which I cannot do before. And then I forget all about the number one task I, I suppose I had done. Next thing I know, I forget what I was doing because I got distracted on my own by everything else. See, I'm, I'm studying. And the minute I hear somebody walking up the stairs or down the stairs, I'm distracted. And sometimes to anger, I'm distracted because I'm very, I'm a very focused person and I'm very interested and passionate in what I do. A lot of you probably can relate to that, not to the extreme like that, but you can relate to something like that. 
So I'm very sound conscious. That's a sign of autism. I'm very noise conscious. That's a sound of autism. See, I got so many of signs I haven't even talked about of autism. More than ADHD. See, I got the I got the traits and the signs of neurodivergence. But the majority of my symptoms and signs and traits is autism. The hand gestures, the movements, you know. We got a lot of women that twist their hair around. They don't mean they have autism, but it's something, it's a relaxation. You got the people that uh, blink their ass a lot. I knew a guy named Wayne. I'm not going to say his last name. They used to blink his eyes a lot. You know, did he have autism? I don't know. A lot of people that don't have autism got different things that they do. Another sign that I know, something I didn't do in the past, you know, I used to do the hand gestures. Now, what I do now, since I've been an adult, I pace a lot. I go and I'm pacing. I might be going back and forth. I knew a co-worker used to go in circles. See, people with autism and non-autism people, but the, uh, it's mostly tagged to people with autism. I always have a certain thing that they do, a certain STEMI or STEMI, what they call a tremor or STEMI or something that they do. You know, I got to look up their name again. Like I said, I don't have no notes. You know, I don't have no notes. Something like this, I should have notes. I have no notes because I'm doing it off the cuff. I'm doing this off right off my back, my off my mind memory. But I, I pace a lot. I find it hard to be still. It makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel... Uh, it brings my anxiety down when I pace back and forth because I got so much going on in my head. And a lot of this just started happening in a few years. See, the older I get, I start noticing a lot of things about my body and my mind and my psyche, you know. I pace a lot now. You can't see that because you just sitting on me on podcast. But I pace a lot now. Another sign, you know, sometimes I rock because a few years ago I had a few anxiety attacks. I had a loss of memory. I didn't know where I was. And this is real talk in Gary, Indiana. So certain things I do, I rock. You know, some people might get in the bathtub when I have an anxiety attack. Some people do different things. You know, some people might even hit things. And mine was just rocking. And it goes away. Or rubbing the side of my thighs. See, a lot of these non-autism people do that, but the majority of autism people, they got a certain uh, thing that they do with their hands or with their legs, mostly with their hands. They do a lot of hand sweeping and a lot of hand flapping back and forth. A lot of autism people do that. Mine was just finger twisting and going together when I get excited, especially if I see something excites me. Okay. That's my story. That's part of my story of what I grew up with, what I struggle with, and sometimes I try to sneak his head back in there. So folks, I, yeah, I, I believe I have autism. I, I really don't doubt that. I have autism. I struggle with the whole thing. I just, things just come to me different. And I, and I accept that, you know. I knew I was struggling with something. Many people that grew up with me knew they seen me. They probably already knew what it was, but I didn't. I wanted, I had to find out. I had to convince myself, okay, is this what's going on with me? I know something is going on, and it's not normal. And I'm going to find out. And by the grace of God, I did. But I'm going to uh, set up with some, some type of 
psychologist and just get it confirmed and, you know, go through some of the exercises without no medication. I'm going to put that out there quick. You know, hey, man, I don't need no meds. Just let me know, you know, what some things I can do naturally. Whether you accept that or not, I'm going to do it naturally. I'm not going to take no meds and no drugs, nothing like that. No, that's for each his own, but I'm not. Some people worse than others. Uh, my autism was really bad when I was younger. If they just diagnosed autism, I believe. I know how to control it better. But at the same time, it still affects me mentally. It still affects me in, in different type of ways, you know. And it might always will. I'm not saying that it will until Christ come get me or something happened before Christ come get me. But I know when I be in those heavenly places with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that perfect and mortal, autismless, HDA-less, neurodiversity-less <laughs> body. Man, that's going to be a beautiful thing, and I can't wait. I can't wait. When I get that body, and I won't have these mental struggles, these, these setbacks, these twitches and all this other stuff that's going on now. I'm going to be in the heavenly places with the God. And hopefully I will get that crown and that position that I do want, that I seek for. Because the Bible says I already seek for it. Yes, I do. I can't comprehend what God got planned for me in those heavenly places. Wow. I hope you got something out of this, uh, whoever's listening to me. Small crowd, big crowd. Share it. Please share it. Please share this message because it can help. Some, even if you don't struggle or have some kind of struggles with uh, autism, adult autism, if you're an adult, or you might have a child that struggle with autism and stuff like that, or you have somebody with ADHD, or you might struggle with ADHD, look up that word neuro. Uh, I forgot the name of it already. Just look at their word. <laughs> All those words will come up, you know. Like I said, I didn't write no notes down. Shame on me. Hit my hand for that. Shame on me. But you don't have to continue to be that way. God's grace, God's strength, excuse me, my error, is made perfect through my weakness, through anxiety through autism, through ADHD, through all this stuff. It's about his grace and about the Holy Spirit within me, even with my struggles. And I do struggle mentally at times. God, by the grace of God, he's getting me through this. Now, let's get on some more news before I go. My physical thing is going pretty good. I'm, I'm losing the weight the right way, you know, the way I'm using it. I'm doing somewhat of a keto. I'm doing a Joe Keto bio. Joe Keto. I don't it's not I'm not gonna call it a diet. I just because in order to from what I learned, and I already knew this, the, the problem with people is not so much losing the weight, it's keeping it off. And uh in my physical goal is now to learn how to keep it off more than losing it. The losing it is not the problem. I'm learning how the management is called weight management now to keep it off. And I'm doing pretty good because in order for you to keep your weight off, you have to look at losing weight or 
as a lifestyle. You have to learn how to manage the weight that you decided that you wanted to lose. You know, the how is many ways of how to lose it, but it's just to keeping it off. And I'm doing pretty good learning weight management and how to keep it off. And that means a whole new different way of you eating. Don't call it a diet. It's just a different way that you eat now. Okay, so it's working pretty good with me on that. Financially, I'm still getting better at that when it comes to my real estate business and stuff like that. I'm still getting better at that. I'm learning more and I'm going to keep you up on those things, too. And spiritually, the most important of all. Reading your word, reading the word of God. Need to, I need to do more studying when I get that time, uh, you know, uh, uh, reading the word of God and studying the word of God. Rightly divided, rightly divided. So all three of those aspects is going pretty good for me right now. Like I said, I have some certain twitches in my finger and everything like that. Sometimes that worries me and bothers me, kept me up. And mentally, when you start thinking the wrong thing, you start getting anxiety and I have to get up. I have to walk around because I start thinking the wrong thing. Yes, I'm only human and I still struggle with wrong thinking at times. But by the grace of God, I'm, I'm, I feel all right now. I know those struggles going to come and go. But his grace is sufficient for me. His grace is sufficient for me. Okay? His strength is made perfect through my weakness. Salvation today. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. Salvation today. Believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. God bless you. I love you all. I hope you got something out of that. If you have any comments, leave your comments. If you have just a suggestion that you want me to talk, to talk about, let me know. And before I leave again, remember I have another Bible teaching uh, podcast mainly for uh, the saved, for the body of Christ, called Connecting the Dots. Connecting the Dots. Tune in to Connecting the Dots. I'm going to have some audio guests. I have an audio guest on there, Les Feldick now. And I'm going to do some more Les Feldick. And then I'm going to do some Bible teaching myself and the book of Ephesians and the book of Colossians. And then I'm going to just be doing throughout uh, Connecting the Dots, Bible verses, teachers, and everything like that. I also just throw a lot of uh, verses out there on, excuse me, Facebook on word for today or word meaning for today. So I get into a lot of things like that. And I just throw it out there. So Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk and Joseph Brownlee Connecting the Dots. You can find both of them on Spotify, iHeart, and whatever like that. Or just search it in. Uh, the, I think I'm still on uh, YouTube, YouTube, and, and Facebook a few times kicked me off because of the controversial, they call it misinformation, which is not, but to them it was that I talk about different things, especially when I'm talking about that vaccine. I'm very hard on that PJ Vax, okay? <laughs> and I will continue to be until they. They, they take it off the shelves. May 11th, if you don't know, May 11th, the United States COVID vaccine shot mandate will end. May 11th, it's supposed to end, May 11th. So all the mass, that's federal as well, and international travelers. That should be good news for people, will end, or supposed to end, Lord, Lord's willing, May 11th. So keep that calendar. See, they're going to keep their word. They don't have no reason to be doing mandates now. Now, that's that's good, but I'm, my, I, I'm, me and others, we're not giving up. We want them to stop and throw and stop the vaccines, period, starting with the COVID-19 vaccines. They need to be off the shelf. People are still sick and people are still dying. 
I'm waiting for that. And I will not stop until they stop these vaccines. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm more doubtful that it was, but it's a chance. One step at a time. You know, one step at a time. You know. God bless you all. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Love you all. Peace out. Bye-bye. Left out, baby. <laughs> Peace out. Love you all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.